Did you know that there are 19.4 million families around the world? And yours is the worst. That's right. You have the absolute worst family. I don't, I don't care what issues you have. I don't care what they are. It's the worst one. You have the most dysfunctional fucking family. You, listener, you have it. What you? What was, why did I look up Beowulf before for you? Yeah, what were you doing with that? This had nothing to do with your cold open. No, no, Beowulf was completely irrelevant. Also get therapy <laughs> from the show. Not from your family, but from the show alone. No, no it's, I, Beowulf, sorry. I, I'm so, okay, I want to clarify. I thought I'm you were, sorry that I thought, you thought that Beowulf had anything to do with this. Where did yeah, you I'm not the I only one. Through? I don't oh, know. because of Vikings. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, okay. I don't know. I, no, sorry. That was, again, that was a personal thing I was trying to figure out. <laughs> I was trying to figure out I, for context. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if Beowulf counts as a Viking, as to, to which the answer is no, but he does count as Norse, which is kind of all I needed. That was irrelevant to the situation. I thought you were somehow tying that into your cold. No, open. I didn't. I didn't. I told you I didn't have shit. Yeah, so I thought you were really digging deep. Yeah, I thought you were aiming for the one thing in the movie, and then like, all right, let's base it off this. Fuck it. No, no, I was just being. I was just being aggressive and a bit rude. That was all. Hey everybody! Welcome to Three, Two, One Binge. I'm your perfectly kind host, Chris Ramirez, with my co-host Faison Dalal. Up, oh, I'm here and this week. He's he's <laughs> finally fucking back. And at this point, she's not a guest. She's basically just fourth. My girlfriend. Hello, yeah, Tatiana. Um, and the the prettiest girl at the pageant, Tyler Zucker. So I'm not the prettiest girl at the pageant. No, Let's it's Tyler. This. Let's talk about Tyler. This. <laughs> Tyler. It's Tyler. Um, according to a panel of judges, Tyler is. Tyler's the prettiest girl with the Little Miss Sunshine pageant. So are you just Dan DeVito in that episode of It's Always Sunny? Tyler, which episode of It's Only Sunny? sunny? The one with the pageant. I don't remember that, Tyler. All right, I'll talk about that one later. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to our Always Sunny episode. Um, yeah, if, it's probably not clear, but uh, we're doing an episode about dysfunctional families, and that might sound like a weird category because it is. Uh, we didn't make it. You cut the hell oh, out. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys both cut out just completely there. <laughs> Actually, nothing's you're completely happening. cut out. I think your mic is fucked. Yeah, nothing's happening right now. <laughs> Great intro. Yeah, no, you know it's <laughs> no. Oh, there you go. There you go. Wait, there you wait, go. wait. Okay, oh, it's gone. Hello. Oh, yeah, now yeah, you're good now. Okay, okay, okay. We're just not going to move this microphone. So when you want to talk, lean in instead of be moving it for you. Chivalry's you dead. Chivalry's dead. What did you hear me say last? Um, we were about families. to go into about why Tati picked this category. Oh, no, that's literally all I said. Why did you pick it? Because I thought it would be fun. Well, there you go, guys. That's a little bit less. That's a bit anticlimactic. <laughs> I was hoping for. What did you think the answer was? I wanted to <laughs> dig deep into deep internal trauma. You wanted <laughs> a therapy I want. session? I want. Yeah, I, this th- is I mean, therapy. honestly, I thought there was a deeper reason behind it <laughs> than it just being a fun episode. <laughs> It's definitely not Tati's call for help as she's living with me. That's, that has nothing to do with the situation. Um, let me just, where, where did I put my beating stick? Um, I'll have 999 on speed dial. <laughs> I don't like that you know the British number to call Tyler. We just like saw the that. movie. I don't yeah, like I that you we remembered just... that. I don't like that you remembered that information, Tyler. Let that number, let that, let that number say out of your head. All right, so 999. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who picked what we did on holiday? To uh, read it? Yeah, and I don't think anybody picked anything except me. <laughs> I got it. Uh, 2014's uh, What We Did in Holiday, starring um, 
David Tennant, everyone's favorite doctor. And uh, Elizabeth Pike, it is about, they, uh, all these movies more or less have very similar plots. Uh, kind of identical. <laughs> yeah. This one is about uh, how they are um, a couple going through a divorce and uh, instead of just straight up telling his, uh, his dad uh, that they are getting a divorce, he goes to his 75th birthday party pretending that they're still together and shit happens. Yeah, that's a that's a light it, way to sum up. We should also first. probably mention that you know his dad has like terminal cancer and is probably gonna die soon. So that's why his he doesn't want to tell. That's why he doesn't want to tell them they're divorced. He wants them to be happy for the few months he has left. He to just live. doesn't like his dad, and he, <laughs> he just feels really nice about like misleading him about this information. Actually, that's what's really going on here. Yeah, <laughs> David Tennant's a terrible person. And then the kids are all—they're not really like struggling with the divorce. Only uh, Lottie, the oldest one, is. She's the one like journaling everything. Trying, she feels that she can't trust the parents because they're always fighting and telling her to. The, she, they're lying. telling her to not to not say anything, which is different than lying. I want to point that it's, out. It's it's lie by omission, Tyler. And it's sure, Tyler, that's lying. No, I want to I want to <laughs> clip lying. this because I feel like Tyler at one point he's gonna be like that's nice what, and that's what every gaslighter has ever said yeah. in his life. <laughs> he's gonna be in a great relationship, and I'm gonna just bring this clip up and show this to someone just to be like, I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't. I don't know. He think he he doesn't think it counts. Um, that's the story of the movie. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess since this is a dysfunctional family, let's talk about the family and their problems. Let's let's start small and work our way up. Uh, the one child is a kleptomaniac. Yep. She's a compulsive liar. Everything. Um, she, loves she loves rocks. Uh, deeply disturbed, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, this kid is just the ultimate troublemaker. I could not. She holds her breath until she passes out. She holds yep. her breath until she passes out. Um, so what do we have? We have kleptomania, self harm, and Chris, how many uh, of these kids do you hate? Lying. Uh, Through all of these movies, how many kids do you hate? I mean, there's all of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd say I like any of these children in particular. And Viking this movie and the okay. other one. Uh, I like Lottie well enough. Her trauma keeps her quiet, so it's not really that annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Little that Miss Sunshine, horrible. she's horrible. <laughs> do, do you realize what profession I want to go into and what you're gonna say? <laughs> That sounds horrible. Wait, Tati, it works out. So this is how you work through it by just listening to his shit. Yeah, well, listen, it's it's like having two sides of the same coin, right? Like you need you. you I need the child hater. Yeah, you need the child hater in order for you to really learn. You know? All right, let's but, not do what he did. Yeah, That's so, exactly what this uh, is. Lottie is probably the best child. Was there any children in Skeleton Twins? No, there weren't. No, there like but the then leader. there was fish. No, those fish were my favorite Sorry, children. Was, no, those his, those fish were um, his pedophilic teacher's child. For a half a second, a, that was a teenager. He doesn't count. Those don't and, count. But then you have Olive and Little Miss Sunshine. Who's Olive? The kid who doesn't talk. Olive. No, the literal kid. You idiot. Oh, the literal kid. Well, she's too positive. She's too happy. That's the problem. It's it's just too much energy. I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't really feel like she was that happy. To be honest, <laughs> she got. A little I don't excited. think so either. Yeah, we'll get to that one later. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, this is Chris's uh, "fuck them kids" episode. I'm not the yeah. biggest kid fan. I feel like I made that clear on the I, show. I will say that I think Chris is projecting a lot. <laughs> Tati, when we get this episode out, can you post the Michael Jordan meme over his face for the uh, icon? Of course. Like, of course. Uh, we'll have her on editing. Um, so the second kid in this movie is a pagan, um, and that about sums him up. Yeah, he didn't yeah, have he, much going on for him. He, he, he worships Odin. <laughs> 
uh, the Norse god. That's where the bail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought in. like you were gonna tie it in some some way to this movie, and gave me way just too and much, nope, it wasn't there at all. Something just not related. <laughs> gave me too, too, way too much faith in me. Uh, he's probably the least fucked up. He's just currently, you know, falling on a support system that consists of a higher power. He's probably the right? most fucked up. Is he in denial? It feels like he's just in denial the entire movie. He's following a support system that's based on a higher power, Tyler. Take that information and as Denial. <laughs> Tyler says religion is all denial. We got him. Did we really? Uh, what did you get? I, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> do, we, do we actually disagree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never said he was wrong. Um, and then the third child is Lottie, who journals everything, all of her feelings, anytime she's told to lie, random facts, all sorts of stuff. She journals them. And she also uh, has to be the most mature because her parents are children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that's that's the best child. Um, and then there's the parents. There's uh, David Tennant, who cheated on his wife with a uh, was it a was it a paraplegic Olympian? Yes. Was he an Olympian? Or did I make that fact up? No, I feel uh, like I made up that she was an Olympian. I don't feel like that's true. <laughs> I I don't remember if it was just athlete or Olympian. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, it, either way, uh, interesting choice. Uh, it's it's it's. I mean, it's why why interesting? What makes it so interesting to because you? Who, like it's just like <laughs> no, talk talk into the mic here. Why do you feel like <laughs> if if he had, if he had cheated with just a random woman, that's fine. But it's interesting that he che- cheated with a pair of, with the with a with a woman without a foot. Why is that interesting to you? Why do you assume she's without a foot? Because she's without a foot. They said so in that the movie. That was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> she tried to pass that off to me. Like, yeah, I know. Like, like, <laughs> like, like gonna you work. weren't going to call her out on it. <laughs> defend, defend your point. Defend your point. <laughs> is this this is like a Tyler handy capable moment here, and I'm very curious. <laughs> I just think like it's. I want to point out that this is way worse than my thing. This is way worse than your thing. You're right. <laughs> yes, Tyler, you are correct. She's a worse person, so you want to into the mic. <laughs> I don't know. Just like as a job, because you said that it was with someone at the office, mm-hmm. right? So like as a job, like it just was interesting. You don't see a lot of characters that work with her. I'm sorry. So you're saying that it's weird that because she no, lost the fish, she shouldn't have a job. I said it was interesting. You're saying it's strange. I said it was interesting. <laughs> It's interesting that a woman without a foot was able to hold a job like that. No. We got a voice. We got her. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> after all these years. Um, and the podcast, we're done. We're done. Here. That was all we wanted to do. This <laughs> is really why I'm on this episode. That's why, you're, yeah, we've been waiting for you to slip up for a while. That's why you've been getting more guest appearances. Um, and then there's the wife who. Played by Roseman Pike. Yeah, sure. Um, he hasn't seen Gone Girl. That means nothing I haven't seen Gone Girl. This means nothing to me. Yeah, but I don't like what her like they like the dad described her as a little bit mouthy. Yeah. Like that's not the worst thing to be, honestly. No, it's not. <laughs> she's probably one of the least dysfunctional ones. Like she's gonna take away the kids to like a new job in Newcastle or something, which is like a three-hour like trip away by bus. Um, which like sure that that's pretty sucky, but like overall, she's probably one of the least dysfunctional ones. Like. You know, yeah, compared to everybody else we just described. Um, then there's the uncle who is a uh, tight ass, pain in the ass, total asshole, really. Uh, and then there's his wife who is in a violent, uh, violent assaulter. Um, <laughs> she's, she's committed of uh, she committed aggravated assault with the pumpkin. And I think also with a fish. That shit. 
she chucked him. <laughs> she, it was actually really impressive. It was, I mean, she's a small woman, right? Like size-wise, whenever she stands next to the rest of the cast. She heaved that fucking pumpkin. She, <laughs> that's not something you just do. She's been like going to the gym, <laughs> practicing pumpkin throw, just really to nail somebody with it. Uh, and then there's the, there's the, there's the nephew who he just likes to play the violin and make I, out. I'll be honest, that character could not, that character could literally be cut from the movie and nothing would change. I don't oh, really yeah. know why he was there. He kind of, his entire arc was not even his arc. His purpose was just to be confused in the back half of the movie because while a ton of crazy shit's going on, he he's was just making out with some chicks. So he's just like, what did I miss? His purpose was to play some good music. Okay. So, so could the folk band that yeah. it was a two second joke. They could have been there at the end. They did. They, but they couldn't, they couldn't tell him to let loose, you know, <laughs> they couldn't. Um, yeah, no, he's a weird character, but you the know, that, that's most of the family. The, the shit, see where he tackles the shit out of the, the youngest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so funny. That, that, that's funny, but I mean, like, <laughs> and then she gets up and all the keys are just on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how socially awkward this kid is. Like, oh, you suck at soccer. We get that. But like, why is your first Did he suck? Of- I think, I think he, if that was like, you know, like against someone his own age range, that'd be fair. No, the no, no, the tackle is fine. But I'm saying, like, before that, when it shows like them passing to him, he's obviously like timid oh, and like he's not. He's doing not very shit. good at soccer. And their their grandfather was like a pro soccer player for a year. Yeah. Okay, football. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Yeah. Didn't fancy. know we were in the UK. Tell me, how would you feel about a football so player missing a foot? How would you feel about that? Would that be interesting to you? If I watched the person play with one foot. And it would actually be that really actually interesting, interesting, to be honest. Yeah, if he was a professional football there. player miss, missing a foot, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that'd be? <laughs> if he was good, too? Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Hey, if he was good? <laughs> Why is it a he? Why did it have to be a he? You this, said you he. Said he. <laughs> I never specified a gender, I think. No, you did. Somebody, some... Two people have cooperated if you said it. Okay, well, I, um, the grandfather... Uh, lived a long life, long, interesting life. He did a lot of things, and now he has cancer. And uh, he kind of hates his family. But not really hates him. He hates the fact that they're constantly fighting. Um, hate he hates the fact. Hate he hates the fact that they're constantly fighting. Um, and he's just like, God, you know, if I die, just burn me out like the Vikings. Put me out to sea. I'd rather have that than ever deal with all these assholes just at each other's throats. And then he takes his grandkids to the beach, and he dies there. <laughs> and they follow kids. instructions exactly. They 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 are they impressively follow instructions. <laughs> the, uh, well, watching that whole scene where he's like, well, he's dead, and they're like, oh, we have like uh, Lottie runs back to tell the grand the parents, and then she realizes that they're fighting like he said he they would, and so they go back and do the Viking funeral themselves. The entire time I'm thinking like, wow, in about ten years you're gonna think about how you just torched granddad. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna come up in therapy. <laughs> I like, yeah, no, I like how all of them like, oh, what should, first of all, the reaction to their granddad dying is like, oh, what do we do? All right, I'll get the matches. Wait, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it was emotionally, you know, no time for grieving. There was a goal in mind, Tyler, all right? It was a very focused way of looking at the situation. We turn it back for half a second. A kid has a lighter and a aerosol <laughs> can. They, they, they had a can of gasoline, <laughs> which was just very concerning to me. I was like, oh, this, all these kids are going to catch fire. <laughs> Um, it was it was an impressive kinda, situation. Kinda fucked up they that, built a uh, raft. Yeah, but also kind of crazy that you know kids who are doing this. 
Yeah, they were very ready. It wasn't like, oh, what do we do? It's like, well, he wanted to get set on fire and sent to the ocean. We got the matches, right? Let's go. I mean, come on. Did you guys not ever give someone a Viking funeral when you were a kid? All right, well, Chris has murdered somebody for him. <laughs> not necessarily. In every, no, as, a child, as a child, it's very common to just run across a dead body, right? So, like... So, Stand, stand By Me, uh, <laughs> Boys in the Hood, Chris's... Uh, <laughs> Chris's backstory. <laughs> um, Jesus, yeah, forgot. I forgot that in Boys in the Hood they just run into a dead body. <laughs> I kind of purged that one from my memory. Too traumatic. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm honestly impressed by how well they were able to do this. They they made a raft. They were able to move his body onto the raft using uh, ancient Easter Island techniques, as known by the pagan child. Um, they used they his built- car. They used his car to move like the the raft. Like I, it's pretty. I'd I'd be kind of proud if my if I had three seemingly deranged children who were able to really like work together on something like this. Like it's impressive. It's like a little it's like a little feat of engineering for these kids. They made a fucking really, sail. I'm really impressed. You fucking torched my dad, but I'm really impressed. <laughs> no, like they even put like empty j- bottles in the raft to try and make it float. Like. Really that, beach was was fucking... <laughs> that beach was fucking. That beach was so dirty. This this was the grandfather's favorite beach, and it was yeah. a dumpster. It was Absolute dumpster. Looks like the Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, it does not look fucking good. Um, I would be proud of <laughs> like they stole gasoline that they didn't set themselves on fire. I'm a little bit proud myself personally. <laughs> um. And it's one of those, I think that it's really funny the way the movie handles it though, because they, up until that point, it's uh, like while they're they're doing the funeral, it's very positive and happy. And you're like, oh, wow, this is like a great sequence. And then they get back home and they're like, yeah, grandpa's dead. And we set him on fire and put him in the ocean. And suddenly everyone else is like, I'm what? sorry, you did what? And <laughs> as, an, as an audience, you're hit by that. I love the phone call to like to the ambulance and he's like, okay, we need uh, police. Uh, maybe the Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie does have a great sense of fucking humor. Uh, oh, it's so very, funny. It's really fucking funny. I think that's probably my favorite thing about the movie is that I was just laughing a lot. Uh, whenever, like, just even before they're burning the body, the- like, <laughs> there's just, I just like the scene where David Tennant's character is explaining, like, what went wrong in the relationship and, like, he's tying his kid's shoes and he ties it so fucking tight and the kid's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a bit tight. <laughs> Just fucking kills the me. whole begin- the ha- ha- first half of the movie, or more or less when they're getting to the the brother's house, it feels like every scene is more or less a skit because it's just a bunch of hilarious moments and quotables. Yeah, like the yeah. whole fight in the bathroom when he finds out it's like, oh, you're going to Newcastle, and he's like locks the door while she's in the bathroom and they're fighting, <laughs> and then she says, uh, if you don't open the door, I'm gonna yell great out this window. He's like, ah, oh, again, come on, not this shit. <laughs> <laughs> to like the kids sitting at the table and he's like uh, they're fine you know and we're totally they're totally not living in separate houses oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man yeah there's just a lot of great fucking bits in this one they, um, they were tended so good in this i mean david tend is always really he's al- good he's he always good. more yeah he's always good but like him after the nephew chucks the shit out of his kid uh, he's just waiting by the door he's like oh, someone can go i'm gonna score the penalty guys no no? Okay, fuck it. 1-0, we win. <laughs> I do actually want to say, I think, uh, I want to give just kind of points to Billy Connolly in this, the grandfather, 
Uh-huh. Um, I've seen him in a lot of other other stuff myself, uh, especially some like just kind of random B list type movies like um, Three Musketeers, fucking Muppet Treasure Island, Timeline, and I've always really liked him. Uh, and I think this is probably the best performance I've seen him give, and I think it was quite good. So just points to him for also giving a really really good performance. Everyone did great, even the children, and I don't I don't say that lightly. Uh, you you really fucking hate these children. No, I hate you really, children. You really hate these kids, huh? I hate kids, not these kids in particular. There's nothing about these children. Because the icon for this episode just be the fuck them kids up. Just it's fuck not, them kids. It's not that I hate Scottish children. I just don't like children in general. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, half Scottish children. They're white. Okay, it's not that I hate white kids. Is this- <laughs> All right, let's get into this. All right. Uh, um, do we have anything so- else? Before we get into why Chris hates, uh, no, children. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate children. I would love to know this, this as well. What? Why I hate children? Yeah. Because I, have you ever worked with them? Yes. They're the fuck. No, you haven't. You haven't worked. I, yeah. Okay, but I like. Wow. I hate, uh, <laughs> okay. Fair. Have you ever worked with them consistently throughout the week? They're the fucking worst. They're messy. They're spoiled. They're they're usually from rich family. Uh, that was particular my situation, but I couldn't stand those children. So this is Chris's therapy therapy episode. <laughs> Talking about therapy. Maybe like, have a guided therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so what did this film bring out for you? It brought on my distinct hatred of children and had the fact that I really want to die like a Viking. Yeah, those are the two things I really got out of this movie. Uh, 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 overall, though, it, overall, it's it's a really sweet film. It's got a lot of heart to it. The chemistry overall throughout the cast is just pretty fucking great mm-hmm. um and like we said it's it's really funny this is a movie that surprised me it was one of the ones that like if somebody had mentioned to watch i never would have bothered watching and it's one of the sleeper top even with tenant in it even with tenant in it, i probably never would have gotten to it it's like um was it kings of summer right yeah another type of movie that's like i never really heard much about it even if i heard a lot about it even with it having ron swanson i probably wouldn't have cared enough to watch it and this movie falls into the same kind of category of like okay I actually really enjoyed this. Tati Tati snuck one past me um, and gave me a very good movie <laughs> to watch. This um, was really like, I was very worried that you guys weren't going to like this film. Instead, we didn't like the next film. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. You were incorrect. I know. I, I want to say, did anybody, like, ha- <laughs> while watching this movie, it one felt like, kind of felt like a Disney Channel movie. Obviously, the themes of it is not going to cross over, but just the feeling of it is just like lighthearted, kind of heartwarming. And it felt like it's the same good. vibe. Very British. <laughs> Apparently, that's just very British. I just, I don't know. Like, there's like, oh my god. There's what like is putting <laughs> it to the to the mic so aggressively? Like, it was very aggressive. We have a little dysfunctional family of our own. <laughs> Says the um, abuse abuser to the to the. I mean, cop. aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Self awareness. Yeah. <laughs> Self aware abuse. Love to see it. Um. Yeah, it's just like I feel like. When you watch, like, watch a very, like, uh, like, made by um, British companies like Channel 4 or BBC. This one was made um, with, in partnership with BBC. Um, they kind of have, like, this kind of very light and uh, lighthearted and kind of very, like, bright way of, like, filming things. I just feel that I always, like, kind of connect that to, like, any kind of British-made thing. Even like if you think about um what was the Merlin? no 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 um what was the movie that you guys watched the zombies was it zombies um 
with the Kiwi. Was Kiwi worth being in it? You're giving, you're saying the thing with, oh God, was this it? Oh God, was this it? <laughs> You've not narrowed it down. <laughs> like seven seven days or seven weeks or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? You guys watch Oh, um, um, she is right. It does have zombies. It has the guy from Peaky Blinders. He was naked. Oh, 28 um, days later. Yeah. See, I knew that would get time. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, like, even with, like, like both from, like, the dark parts of that movie, I feel like there's, like, a s- same kind of quality about it. I don't know. If you guys uh, I don't know. I mean, the one thing that was weird for me is, like, when it said that this movie came out in 2014, I'm like, huh, this doesn't look like a movie that came out in 2014 it looks like it came out 10 years before that yeah that's british (laughs) (laughs) the british they've been 10 years behind ever since uh the fall of the empire um i think i get what tyler's saying i do also think like tati's saying it's a bit of a british thing to me it it feels more reminiscent of like their tv so Mm. like bbc's merlin bbc's doctor who they kind of have this weird vibe where they also feel like they should have came out 10 years before they actually did and they just kind of all look very similar in the way they're they're I don't know what it is, but something feels very similar between like a lot of British content. Yeah, maybe the type of film that they use, like the physical. I don't know enough about that shit to really say, but there is something there that I feel that like I feel like feels connected on the side. That's like, I don't know why all these things feel so similar. I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's no, definitely it's, a neither, thing. neither of what I said was a negative. It was just a, a point that I uh, noticed. On that though, I would say I do love the fact that both this film and Gone Girl came out the same year. <laughs> you just have completely and different com- breastplates. Completely opposites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just just I know I know nothing about Gone Girl. I assume that a girl is gone. Um and that's that she might be ga- and she might be gaslighting somebody. That's that's kind of my extent of knowledge about the film. Um this does not feel like that movie should have came out the same year as this movie. <laughs> it does really feel like this movie came out like four or five years earlier, and then we got Gone Girl, and then we just moved on from there. Yeah. Because if this if this came out in 2014, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. They both came out in 2014. Yes. No, 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 no. Okay, so it was a year later in 2015 that David Tennant would be in Jessica Jones, which also polar, very different David Tennant. Um. But it's just kind of weird to think that these things, like this feels closer to his time on Doctor Who than his time doing anything else, you know? Yeah. It, there's something weird about them. Like this movie was filmed significantly earlier and then had a really rough time getting released for maybe five to 10 years. That's exactly what it feels like watching it. That's actually, <laughs> I think that's the best way to fucking put it. Um, but at the same time, it is really good. This is one of those ones I definitely recommend uh, for a nice lighthearted watch where a man dies and he gets burnt alive. He's not burnt alive, I'm sorry. Cremated. Bur- burnt alive. Uh, burnt alive. Cr- he Chris dies, comes waiting. back to life, and bur- gets burnt to death. Yeah, Technically Chris is speaking, waiting. you're he not wrong waiting. about that. Chris is waiting to see him on the graph. It's like, oh, goodbye, granddad. He just jumps up. You fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> he just wakes up from his nap. Oh, wait, what's going on? <laughs> he could just jump into the sea, though. You die from shock. Yeah, he's probably dead before he hits the water. Okay. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. I, I think, think that we covered covers the whole movie. Nice right. segue. We're, we're good here. Let's go to the next one. Let's cut the commercials uh, first. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> and we're back, probably. I'm not sure how that's going to all end up being edited. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't have a question. So let me just get right into... Um... Let me get right into the next movie. <clears throat> New York's hottest club is the Skeleton Twins, located in the Upper East Side next to a bottle of antidepressants and a bag of dead fish. This place has everything. SNL actors, pedophilia, 
Dan Cortez, and a human anchor. Well, what's a human anchor? It's that thing where you try to kill yourself by tying weights across your leg and jumping into a pool. God damn it. I should have thought of it. I should have known you were doing this fucking thing. I thought of of Stefan too as the movie was going because it basically is a less exaggerated exaggerated version of him. Um, sorry, that actually is a, not really a good intro to what the movie is. Actually, no, I think it's about sums up what the movie is about, really. Um, I, I, I tried Googling the movie. I just Googled the skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> oh, wait. So I know uh, at the beginning, before we actually get into the movie, at the beginning monologue, uh, uh, Kristen Wiig's character mentions that her dad uh, called them something. The gruesome twosome. Yeah, it wasn't skeleton twins. I feel like that would have been an easy just throw in the title right there. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I don't know why the fuck they're called the Skeleton Twins. They only actually had one toy skeleton between the two of them. They were the Skeleton One One, and the gruesome Twosome. It could, yeah. If you're gonna, it's like, oh, I, it was called. It was like, oh, he called us everyone Skeleton Twins, gruesome Twosome. Oh wait, what the fuck? We're not on the same page here. <laughs> I feel a little bit confused by that one, honestly. Yeah, I'm. She's gonna Google the word. It's um, called the skeleton yeah, the- twins because of their matching tattoos or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, oh, they have this. Oh, that was a tattoo. They yeah. uh, they didn't really. I like yeah, they showed the tattoo, but it wasn't a big scene or anything. Yeah, it was kind of a small moment actually. Yeah. A bit weird, but either way, uh, this movie is actually about <clears throat> when Maggie visits her brother Milo, who was attempted to commit suicide. She asks him to come live with her at her home for a while. Soon, their broken relationship starts to become stronger. Um, that actually is basically the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, I say we start with each dysfunctional family member at a time. The father, dead. Dead. Uh, Ah, Very dead. (laughs) Like extremely dead. (laughs) Yeah. But but important to note that he committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dead by choice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) dead by daylight. Uh, the he mother jumped off a bridge, right? Uh, yeah, he yeah, jumped he off did. a bridge. Yeah. The mother is either in a cult or a multi-level marketing scheme. I'm not actually sure which. Could be both. She could terrible. be both. <laughs> she's pretty shit, though. I don't know which of the two she's in. Um, Bill Hader uh, is in love with his molester um, who molested him as a child. And yeah. also he tried to kill himself and recently got dumped and he can't seem to get an act, an agent and get an acting gig while he's living in LA, but he loves his goldfish. Um, yeah. Kristen- it's the uh, side. It's the uh, fantasy of uh, HBO's Barry. <laughs> it really kind of feels something like Barry when you're watching it. I like every movie say, we watch Bill Hader in has been like some somehow like a prequel or a sequel to fucking Because every Barry. time, every time. <laughs> Wait, I like the idea <laughs> Every time he's like, oh, I'm an actor in this, too. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you an actor in everything you do? I like the idea that that Faison saw it, too, and was like, wow, this is such a weird Barry prequel. (laughs) 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 Really really like that idea. Um, So, yeah, Bill Hader's sister, played by Kristen Wiig, is uh, not a sex addict, I guess. Just using sex to cope? Yeah, I guess that's the best way of putting it. I guess I think actually, I think the way that Bill Hader put it was that she is a restless housewife with whore-like tendencies. That's I think that's how he put it. <laughs> so, Such a funny line. It's a it's a great fucking line. 
And then there's her husband, uh, Lance, who is perfect and done nothing wrong. And honestly, the entire movie, I was hoping that maybe he like murders children on the side or like kicks puppies. You I was hoping he children. You no, no, no. <laughs> I was hoping he did something terrible, right? So that way I could be like, okay, Kristen Wiig's bad, but he's also a bad man. No, no, no. no. If, it was mur- if it was murdered children, Kristen would have been going, yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Wilson, my hero. <laughs> He, he gets it. Much with Anakin when you were younger, huh? I every time he would get the scene, we're like, Mr. Skywalker, there's too many of them. I'd be like, damn right there are. <laughs> you getting fucking cut down, shitter. <laughs> damn right, you first. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyhow, <laughs> now that that was weird. Uh. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's the dysfunctional family. It's a lot smaller. It's it's definitely the music is one of them's dead, right? And one of them is only there for one scene. Really just about the the, the twins themselves. Fraternal twins, I have to assume. Are they twins? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're twins. I'm not sure if they actually were. They were just siblings. And the movie was just really weirdly named. Just completely yeah. lying to us. <laughs> no <laughs> skeletons, no twins. Yeah, no skeletons, no twins. Yeah. Uh, so this movie's weird. It's like I think we talked about it very briefly. It's incredibly bleak. Yeah, it's, it's honestly the most depressing of the the bunch. By I mean, a it, good it opens with Bill Hader trying to kill, like kill, trying to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like a really yeah. intense opening. Yeah, yeah, he just writes like a little suicide note, says goodbye to his fish, blasts the music, and tries to kill himself in the bathtub. I mean, the suicide note just tra- tra- says "see you later." No, it says "to whom it may concern, see you later." Smiley yeah, face. Smiley face. <laughs> he kept Can't that energy up to face. the end. <laughs> Doesn't want anyone to be sad. You know, that's what it is. Um. Yeah, it, it opens up fucking heavy, and then Tati wants to say something. Yeah, I just. Oh. And gone. Like, no. You're gonna have to repeat everything no, you just gone. said. That's okay. She basically was just treading water. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just would missed everything Tati just said. <laughs> That's fine. That's she didn't so actually say anything. <laughs> I was trying to say that. Um. Basically. I found this film like on YouTube or whatever, um, like the trailer for it, and I wanted to watch it. And my dad found this film because he like gets movies not illegally, uh, government. But um, so we he it was me and my brother and my dad, and we sat down to watch this film because obviously my dad watched SNL and you know Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader, they're funny people, right? <laughs> and then we have that opening scene, and they're all both just like fuck. I'm like, yeah, you thought this was a comedy. <laughs> There were parts where it was like kind of fucked up funny though. Yeah. When like Kristen Wiggs about to like, you know, take a handful of pills and she gets a call. It's like, hey, your brother's just killed himself. Well, tried killing himself. Like as she's trying to kill herself. I thought it was kind of <laughs> fucked up funny. It, it goes all the way around to black comedy at points. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not. It is a black comedy. It is a black comedy. Yeah. It, does, it definitely is not what I would have expected if you told me, hey, Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig played siblings in a movie called Skeleton Twins. I would have been like, oh, yeah, that's going to be fucking funny. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, instead, it turns was, out. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> one of the most depressing things you probably watched. It's yeah. It's got to be on the high side of depressing things we've watched lately yeah. on the show. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're the reason I need therapy. <laughs> True. Um, I, I, there are still some really funny bits. I fucking I love the scene where Bill Hader, like he's, he's with his sister and he's playing music and he starts singing, like mouthing to the songs. And I don't remember what the fuck the song was right now. I can't remember for the life of me. Uh, but Nothing he's like, just like us now. I don't, I don't know. If that's sure. actual yeah, name. That's, yeah, that sounds about right. It's, it's that song. You know it. 
and they just start like singing and it's just fucking ridiculous and i found it just to be just a really fun physical performance by bill like he's just going absolutely fucking insane with his hands he's moving around like a crazy person personally uh Kristen's entrance into the song is my favorite part mm, she, she just has like limited facial movements but she's like <laughs> like lip syncing it's just like yes <laughs> that's yeah. what I like <laughs> I think that might be the best scene one it probably is the best scene in the whole movie I think it is it's definitely the one that sticks out to me the most uh the Halloween stuff is all really good though too yeah uh, I, I think, like that aspect I think you, it's easy to like this movie when things are kind of happy <laughs> but then like you get to the the whole not thing happy like, for very long they're no. never happy for too long because you get to the whole thing where Bill Hader basically tells uh, his sister, God, Milo tells Maggie's husband, Lance, that um, he, hints at it. he hints the found the fact that Maggie's been hiding birth control, even though they've been supposedly trying for a child. Right. Which is a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Terrible thing to do. She's also been cheating on him repeatedly over the Which past. Also a yeah. terrible thing to do. <laughs> I think that one's probably the Which worst. Like everybody. He knew about, right? He knew about that. because she... Lance? Or Milo. No, no, Milo knew. Yeah, Milo knew about that. So there, I think that the birth control is a little bit nicer of a reveal than the cheating. I think he was he was trying to get her to put it all on the table. Yeah. Because he felt guilty knowing that she was hiding so many things from this guy who was truly probably the nicest human being on the planet. Like he's just his gen. Like like Milo starts working with him, Bill Haler's character, and he's a fucking dunce. He can't do the job for his life. Like he's supposed to help like clear out this area for construction, basically. And he's just like grabbing a single twig at a time. He's terrible at it. But like Lance is like, he's trying. He's really going at it. I really, I really appreciate, I respect that. I appreciate that. And it's like Bill Hader is like with no gloves, just picking up a leaf and moving it over. He At the end, he just cries in the goddamn uh, wheelbarrow. He just sits in there and he just, he's terrible. He's absolutely terrible at his job. And yet Lance is just really nice <laughs> the entire time. This man has infinite patience. Uh, well, not infinite. He has near infinite patience. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bill Hader basically gives gets all gets Lance to figure out all this information. Maggie confirms it. Lance walks out. Uh, him and his sister have a big fight, and it's just very depressing. It's very depressing because like oh, she had just kind of started is. to yeah she had just started to kind of try and be better. Like she broke things off with a guy she'd been seeing. She bought some fish because she wants to see if maybe she can like if I can raise take care of these fish, maybe I can take care of a kid. And then she gets into this fight with her brother. Um, he says, like, at least I don't fuck my feelings away, to which she responds, you should have cut deeper <laughs> um, for when he tried to kill himself. And then as he leaves, she walks back into the house and she sees that the fish she bought are dead. And then in what has to be one of the funniest things I've ever seen, she tries. <laughs> Is that scene even supposed to be funny? <laughs> no, but she's trying so hard to save these fish. She's like filling up the water tank. They are on their back. Like they're they're floating in the water. They're not blinking. They're gone. She's like hitting them with a spoon. Like, please. That helps. That definitely helps. <laughs> she's trying to bang them back. Um, Absolutely fucking killed me. But yeah, it's depressing. It, this whole movie is fucking depressing. I feel like it's that depressing. Tati has problems. Tati has severe issues. It's my only explanation for this. Yeah, no, it's definitely... It, it's a downer. It's a downer. The ending when, after all that, because uh, Maggie goes back to the pool and tries to kill herself, realizes halfway through the suicide attempt that she wants to live, almost dies, but then Milo somehow saves her. I, I do like that's the sequence where she changes her mind, harsh mostly because it reminds me of um, from BoJack, the view from halfway down. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Most people who 
try to yeah she meant suicide regret it like immediately yeah that, that literally the view that's from the point down, of the yeah. view from halfway down but i guess every <laughs> this is gonna be weird every film that has a scene where a character suddenly regrets their attempted suicide is now going to be improved by bojack horseman because <laughs> i'm always just going to remember probably one of the best episodes of television yeah so it, it gets gets points by by relation one thing about the actual ending i don't know why it ends on a it ends like the movie tries to end on a happy note, like them getting them saving, being saved. Then they get the fish, but it's like it's not a happy endpoint for them. No, it's it's a melancholy endpoint. Like they both like okay, so she faces the consequences of her actions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is can only really leave her here. And then he kind of resolves to be a better person and work against the issues that he kind of has been feeding into. And they basically know that together they're better than they are alone. They're they're a good team and they're good for each other. And that's kind of what it feels like the end of the movie resolves for. I mean, like, uh, with the fact that they have been... And gone. Oh, yeah, you guys are gone again. (laughs) Oh, my my God, what the fuck was that? What was that? (laughs) You're good now. Okay, well, I said fill airtime. Oh. I guess it came out. If she just moved to the mic a little more, I wouldn't have to adjust. We're gonna, we're gonna slide over. It's gonna get nice and cozy. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Talking to the mic. Um, but yeah, I was saying that basically being that um, they've been estranged for ten years. Um, the fact that they're kind of deciding to stick together, I feel like that's a like a happy ending, at least hopeful. Yeah, it's no, a, I, yeah. I agree. No, it's definitely a hopeful ending. I just think the way the ending was like executed was a bit weird. It's it's still on the downer side, but I think that's like the whole movie. <laughs> it's yeah. on the downer side. <laughs> it like I'd say that the other two movies we're gonna talk well the one we're gonna talk about the one we've already talked about do a really good job of just planting humor throughout the film. And this one kind of does that, but some of the moments are just so fucking depressing that it's like how how am I supposed to chuckle? Yeah, no, no amount of humor like lightens up that moment. <laughs> I'm sad right now. Where is the joy? <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I think they, I think they. This is what's in my really life. Well. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just have fond few. I'm just saying. I just feel like it was kind of balanced. I think the humor and the the darkness was balanced pretty well in this. I don't know about that. Yeah, oh my God. I, don't, I don't know. if I agree with you on that. <laughs> I was actually really looking forward to rewatching this movie because I had such like good memories, of fond it. memories of it. And we would ju- and we just um, watched a movie where a guy get, where kids burn their granddad's body as and a funeral. Like, it's and great. We, are, we love and it. We love it. It's great. It's hilarious. This one, yeah, no, it was just suicide. The movie. This is this is a bottle of antidepressants. Just... This is just a less fun. Do Evan have? We were watching this movie and she had a smile on her face the whole time. I was halfway under the covers. I couldn't bear myself to keep looking at this damn thing. It was too much. It was too much. Chris, wait, this scene, this scene. What? Where she kills herself yet? Why? Yeah, it's like, look, she's tying them around her feet. You get it? You get it? It's because she's going to go into the water. Human anchor. You see the way he cut his wrist? Do you see it? You see the blood, right? Oh, she's like, oh, trigger warning. This is about to happen. And then he's already bleeding out. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Ty Burrell is uh, 
Rich the molester. <laughs> yes, the pedophile. Um, I mean, he's pretty good. All the performances are pretty good. Yeah, I got nothing to say on like the actual plot line. Yeah, there's nothing actually like negative about this movie. It just kind of depends. This is one of the ones where it's like, is it to your taste? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it really your vibe to kind of see a really depressing movie? You'll probably like this one a lot. Do you want to see something just a little bit more on the lighthearted side? Check out the other two movies we talked about. Mm, but like, yeah. it's not necessarily that this is a bad film. It's just not like an everybody film. And, and we've talked about a lot of movies like that in the past. Or you can just straight up say, hey, Kristen Wiig and uh, Bill Hader in a comedy. You want to go see it? <laughs> hey, do you want to see this Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader movie? Oh, God, it'll be so funny. There's definitely yeah, a tra- Somebody definitely cut a trailer to make it look like a comedy. Yeah, I it's, find, I really, it's definitely I, there. I, I, if somebody hasn't already, uh, Tati, you're going to stay up to three in the morning working on <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's, I'm going to be a fan of it. Fan that it's a skeleton key. <laughs> Is it just the scene of them singing? That's it? That's yes. all you can really use. Yeah. That and like the scene of Bill Hader and drag. I was like, those yep. are your real, those are really your choices there. And the goldfish. Oh, and- gotta <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You could probably also edit this movie to feel like a fucking horror. It's so oh, yeah. depressing. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for this one. These are simple. I think that this, this, this you know, the 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 complexity of these movies come from interactions. And the interactions are always good. Just sometimes they're sad. Yeah. It's not for me, buddy. (laughs) Commercials? Yeah. Commercials. All right. Um, I'm going to make up a question for you guys on the spot. All right. Oh, no. Yeah. If you had to fight uh, 100 hornets or um, two adolescent crocodiles, what would you go for? Crocodiles. Really? Crocodiles, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. Fuck. I made that too easy. One adult crocodile. <laughs> one adult, I'm raising the stakes. One adult crocodile. I made that too easy. And it's 125 hornets now. Balancing it do out. I, do I have anything to like combat Wait. the hornets with? Hand, hand to hand, hand to hand combat. Still, Still the crocodile. It. Crocodile. 100 percent crocodile. Really? Yeah. Wait. I, you you lessened the crocodile and gave more hornets. Why would I made the hard? crocodile an adult? I made the crocodile an adult. Oh, it wasn't an adult were, before? They were they were adolescent crocodiles. Ah, okay. But they were like smaller. I mean, this is like full grown <laughs> Listen, if I'm gonna die, I'd rather die from a crocodile than 125 hornets. I agree on that. Yeah, it's a pain. In the, like, how how are you gonna punch? Also, like, it's, it just sounds so much cooler. Like, he died fighting a crocodile. You, yeah, I like you how in this, in this... you die fighting a hornet. It's like, what did this dumbass do to get into a bunch of hornets? I like how in this fight, they they both have decided we're gonna die. So what do we would like to be having our what's the cooler death? Granted, yeah, okay, I, like, I legitimately think like 125 hornets, like they'd eventually just get like tired and, you know, like I'd still live. They, they don't die to sting. Now, how many hornets? They don't okay, die, but hornets... like how many times realistically can they sting at, at once? You know? Okay, so well, it, 125 requires, of them. it requires 10 uh, stings per pound of body weight to kill a human being. So if you're 100 pounds, that's a thousand that's 10 stings for yeah it's a thousand stings yeah so yeah. that's a lot of stink and that i said if you're 100 pounds just as a base that's like a lot of stings you need to probably get yeah, i need to get many, a lot of fucking stings yeah but you only got you only using your fist like you're just randomly punching into a beast every every hornet you kill is one less hornet that can kill you i think i could yeah, win I, the war i think i think i could win against hornet okay i could probably win against hornets but, but i'd rather fight a crocodile yeah they're a bigger pain in the ass than just finding the cro- crocodile <laughs> what if you what if you're allergic what if you find out that's true? That you're allergic? I don't okay, even know. I'm also I'm, probably I allergic, allergic to getting eaten by a crocodile, honestly. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I you have to die from anaphylactic shock. 
like I have to be bitten and then spun around like a fucking rotisserie chicken in the mouth of a goddamn I would, crocodile. I would literally rather that than like basically. What if like what if you had stung like your eyeball or something? I have glasses. Because then you can't. You can't oh, win I, that. Okay, he could just go. <laughs> you can't see. All right, I'll give or, like, you. Or it stings uh... you in the throat and your throat closes up. <laughs> Did they get in your mouth? I mean, that, that's assuming a lot of tactical capability on them. There are 125 of them. One of them is bound to sting like somewhere random. Yeah. Actually, I thought about the idea of a hornet sting in your dick and yeah. I'd rather fight the alligator See? now. I thought I'd rather, fight the that's, crocodile. That's what I'm saying. I'd, the, I'd rather fight the crocodile, yeah. Crocodile. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, our last movie. Our last movie is uh, Little Miss Sunshine. It's a 2001 American tragic comedy road film. It's really never heard that word. <laughs> Never heard of a, of a of a tragedy of a comedy before. No, no, I've never heard of a tragic. I've never seen somebody throw it into one word. A tragic comedy. Wait, you said two thousand one? Two thousand six. Yeah. Okay. Wait, like a like a tragic comedy, like like no, it's tragic comedy. Tragic comedy. Yeah, one singular word. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, Tyler, we can't all be literate. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, uh, the Hoover family. This this is weird. A man, his wife, an uncle, a brother, and a grandfather puts the fun back in dysfunctional by piling into a Volkswagen bus and heading to California to support a daughter in her bid to win the Little Miss Sunshine contest. The sanity of everyone involved is stretched to the limits as the group's quirks cause epic problems as they travel along their interstate route. I like how when you read that, it sounded like you must have been reading something that was translated to Chinese. And then I know I was I was reading it. I was like, why are there no names? <laughs> like they have they have the actor names in parentheses. Man, actor, <laughs> wife, actor, <laughs> uncle. So really, um, a man parentheses Greg Kinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, this is a movie that I, 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 none of us here had seen it before. No, Tyler had seen it. Tyler yeah. already seen this one. Uh, I hadn't at all. Tati hadn't. I'm assuming Faison hadn't. It. Hey, why are you assuming that, huh? Did you see did his I... movie, Faison? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> I still uh, haven't anyway. seen it. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> God damn it, Faison. Not again. Uh, this movie is your, your weekly reminder that, um, I cannot believe I'm forgetting what his name is right now. Why is he Ooh. not here? Who? The kid? The... No, not the kid. The uncle? The ma- the... Yes. Steve Carell? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh, my God. This is a reminder that Steve Carell can act. Uh, and he, he's quite good. Because I feel like a lot of people kind of forget about that with Despicable Me and The Office being like the most popular things he's done, either with yeah. children or adults, respectively. Um, no, he's good. He's a very good actor. Yep. Um, also, wait. This is the the kid was Pan Paul D. The kid's fucking Riddler. You Paul Dano. Yes. You, you, oh my you God. just realized that one. Yeah. <laughs> just. I mean, I kind of always forget what Paul Dano looks like because, like, I see his face, right, and it's a very unique face, and then I forget he existed. Paul Dano does you, not exist. Like, look, I'm gonna close the tab. Face? I'm gonna close the tab. No idea who this man is anymore. <laughs> completely, gone, completely gone from my memory. I don't. I don't even know his name. Um, yeah, Riddler's in this. Riddler's in this, and he's desperate to he say <laughs> he's desperate to speak. Absolutely. Yeah, his whole deal is that he took a vow of silence uh, until he joins the Air Force. Yeah, shame that he's colorblind. <laughs> as, 
yeah, that scene is is so well acted when he realizes he can't. He's colorblind, and you need to see colors for, to be in yeah. the Air Force. Let's once again let's go through the whole family one by one. So let's start with uh, the uncle Steve Carell. Uh, tried to kill himself. Gay man yep. tried to cut his wrist. Sound familiar? Just like <laughs> he is the blueprint. He is the blueprint. Um, and then we have the father who has attempted to create his own level marketing scheme with his nine points. It's like a motivation system, really, but it reads like a shitty multi-level marketing scheme almost. Where it's just yeah. like the nine points to being a winner in this world. There are winners and there are losers. Um, what are you, daughter? What are you, daughter? Oh, you're eating ice cream. Winners don't eat ice cream. Fat people eat ice cream. <laughs> that seems want to be a loser. That seems so funny because just Paul, silent Paul Dano, Steve Carell, and um, Alan Arkin just like, oh, you guys want some ice cream? Yeah, I'll take it. Fuck this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, guys, eat the ice cream. Fuck that child. Um. Then there's his wife, who is Tony Collette. I was gonna say the least dysfunctional. I feel like yeah. it's fair. Did she really have what did she have going on that was so terrible? She's married, she married to this douchebag. <laughs> yeah, she's she made the choice to she, be married to this. And guy. have two children. She slept with this man at least twice. Those are two bad choices. Oh right no! Well, hold up. Here's the thing that I didn't even realize until like I like was looking up at the movie afterward. Uh, uh, Paul Dano's character is the stepson. Wait, what? What? Look at you on the Wikipedia right now, aren't you? Look no, at I'm on Google Images, Tyler. All right, well, stop looking up Paul Dano. <laughs> trying, to, trying to really ingrain his face. Wait, so he's he's the stepson of the father, I guess, or the, the mother? Okay. It is the stepson of, uh, I think the mother is the actual, is the biological mother. So, it, yeah, the step, it's, he's got to be a step, uh, Greg Kinnear's got to be a stepdad. Where did he see this? I'm struggling. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the third line of the plot summary. Cheryl's uh, son from a previous marriage. Oh, oh, that that part is so. That. They they say it once in the movie at the like the very beginning, but it's not even important if it was like his actual like the step family or not. It's not that big a deal. It's completely fucking glossed over. I like I, I guess it kind of comes back when he freaks out and says, "I hate you. I'm not part of his family." But like either way, <laughs> it's like half true. It's like either way, if it was like his actual family, he says that because he just is he hates everybody. So like it would have yeah. worked either way. You didn't need to make it a, a stepson with a, a, the actual father, not even in the fucking movie. That's so strange. That's incredibly strange. OK. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's go to the son who's <laughs> apparently the stepson. Um, he's taking a vow of silence. He's really into Nietzsche philosophy. He wants to be an Air Force pilot. He's colorblind. He doesn't know yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going to find that out and you'll get his reaction. Uh, and then there is the grandpa who is into really into porn. And casually doing heroin. Casually, casually. does heroin. He's Fought Nazis. Like what? He's like, what, what do you say? He's in his 70s. He can do whatever he wants now. Yeah. yeah. He's when you're that. I mean, when you're that old, like, is it really that wrong to do hard drugs? Just, just like, start snorting heroin. At that point, it's like I am like three feet away from the, I'm literally days away from death. I well, might. He, that was his whole point in the car. He was telling uh, uh, Dwayne, which is the name of Paul Dano's character. Uh, it's like, hey, well, I'm going to tell you something. Fuck a lot of women. Also, don't do drugs yet. You can do that later. Not now. You're going to get fucked over if you do it now. 
he did have a very very concerning line in there he's talking about how that young pussy is uh as he yeah. says is the the, the and then he describes it as the the prime real estate or prime rib something yeah, to that. something, something like prime that in it. yeah um and he said that once you become 18 now that's off the table so you better have as much as you can now was uh his view that conversation is so funny <laughs> the conversation between that and then him going to um when Steve Carell is like saying, "Oh, how was the retirement home and all that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I loved it. Let me—I know you're gay and all that, but let me tell you, fucked a lot of women in there. <laughs> I got rug burn on my dick." <laughs> he then proceeds to send Steve Carell to buy him porn out of a fucking um, like a gas station shop. Yeah. Hi, we had a technical difficulty. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying last, uh, but yeah, the movie's really funny. <laughs> The movie is really funny. We're past it now. We're past the granddad. Uh, well, the granddad. Actually, how many has anyone left that we haven't talked about in the family? Oh, there's the child. Um, Olive. Olive. She's she's a she's a child. And that's it. Um, that's a character. Yeah, that's basically I mean, it, right? It kind of sums it up, right? She's into pageantry, and like, I don't know about you guys. Pageantry to me is some of the like children pageantry is the weirdest fucking shit. I mean, in the world. It is. General, it's kind yeah. of... Like, I think especially with children, it's just like. Once we got to the actual pageant in the back half of the movie, it's just like, wow, this place feels disturbing and wrong. And I don't want to see any of it. And it's like, it just takes a while. But then for the rest of the characters, it kind of sits in like, oh, this is this is terrible. Our child yeah. had a horrible dream. And I don't I don't know what we do here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah, that's the kid. And as they go on this absolutely fucking horrible road trip. Uh, Tyler, you want to tell us what happens? <laughs> On the road trip, so uh, they eventually stop at a motel because it's because they're halfway to the pageant. Uh, all of it is staying in the room with the granddad to practice the routine. And as like they go to bed, Sorry. as they go to bed, he takes some more heroin and ODs. Is that what happens? Is he OD? Yeah. Yeah. He dies from a heroin overdose. I don't think I, I don't think just... they know that. I don't think they know that. But he just dead to them. But he, it's I, I, I thought he just bit the dust. You know, like old people. No, no, no. He OD'd on heroin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he was wrong about his lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, he chose his way to go. Found him in a way. Death by choice. <laughs> Plus heroin. Suicidal. <laughs> um. Yeah. He he dies. So they they take him to a hospital. But it turns out like. They want them to stay there the whole day filling out paperwork, but they mm-hmm. need to take their granddaughter to the Little Miss Sunshine pageant. So um, they steal the body of their dead grandfather. Olive is all on board for this. They, 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 the movie halfway through, like, I think that's the thing this movie does really fucking well. It is able to be fucking ridiculous without ever taking you out of the moment. It's like, this kid doesn't talk. And then the first word he's going to say in this whole movie is going to be to yell the word fuck at the top of his lungs in the last 20 minutes. That's fine. These guys are going to steal a corpse and they're going to put it in the back of their van and they're going to drive it cross country. Okay. This cop is going to open the back of the van, nearly see the corpse, but be distracted by the porno mags on the back. I mean, that's just <laughs> As he talks to the and, dad and says, and then, "Man, I love these. This is my favorite." The quick turn to absolute disgust when he finds the gay one. <laughs> oh, that's that's something different. It's like, oh, that, this one's for you. Yeah. Um, it it just it so hits a lot of fucking crazy. So I know two cameos. It's basically a cameo, but like that, like the cop is Dean Norris, who is Hank in Breaking Bad. Also, the motivator, the 
I don't know what he is. Like the guy he's trying the to, guy they're trying to do business with. Yeah, the dad is doing business with is uh Brian Cranston. So it's weird seeing these two guys from Breaking Bad not have a scene together, but they're in the same movie. I would have I would have honestly liked Jesse Pinkman's character to also show up like as his character. As what the drug dealer? The drug dealer as a drug dealer to the uh <laughs> to the grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, I think I'm gonna just kind of I'm going to put that in my head. That's what's actually happening in this movie. This movie is basically Breaking Bad's spinoff. We just didn't realize it. <laughs> Hank is it's just Hank's still early a, days. Yeah, Hank's still a cop. He's not part of the FDA. We're seeing like where, um, what's Brian Cantor's character's actual name? Not Heisenberg. Walter. Walter. We're seeing Walter like before he's a teacher when he's like trying to sell books, you know? Everyone's, re- this is actually like 13-year-old Jesse selling heroin to this old man. <laughs> um it's it's real early on but very important to the continuity uh bravo vince <laughs> bravo vince go fuck yourself um but yeah there's just a like they go on a lot of misadventures as they try to just bring their granddaughter this child to the fucking pageant um the car doesn't work the only way to get the car moving is to push it and then hope that the engine starts. Yeah, and you say you have to push it fast enough for it to go twenty miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> if it doesn't, if it doesn't work though, then it, it can't stop afterwards. So at one point, when they forget the child, they have to do basically a little drive-by. That scene <laughs> looks like a kidnapping. It's so funny. It's like, come on, get in the car. It's like, what the fuck? Did I witness a kidnapping? <laughs> um, After I swear, a yellow cab came up and just took this child one point the horn stops working and now they're just beeping the rest of the fucking way down the trip yeah. on the highway um no, this movie just has a lot of great fucking comedic moments pretty much spread around like throughout its run um and it, it does a really good job of undercutting a lot of the more serious stuff it's like steve carell tried to kill himself the movie's really funny the grandfather just died but the movie's really funny um pageantry is child exploitation and heavily sexualizing but the movie's, movie's really, really funny. funny. Yeah. Like, you know that it's always a sunny episode I'm talking about, right? Uh, when they throw a pageant in the bar and then they realize how overly um, exploitative it is. And the entire time Danny DeVito is just saying it as the host, like, hey, uh, remember, do not diddle the kids. <laughs> no, no, I, they don't. I'm pretty sure Frank- I, re- I remember watching. I don't remember the episode fully, but I know I watched it. Mm-hmm. I really got to rewatch. It's always sunny. Frank Reynolds' Little Beauties. Yeah, that one. Season seven. I have like the vaguest memories of this, but there, I, I don't remember actually watching it. I just know I, I must have because I watched a lot of fucking Always Sunny. Mm. Jesus. Um, I would have liked Frank in this. <laughs> Danny DeVito's character running the pageant. Um, I mean, Ace Boy was creepy. Yeah. Oh, oh he the was guy, so the guy creepy. The leather-bound guy. I love. I love when um he's like whatever he's doing. He's was he singing? I can't remember. Yes. And then like all of like looks at him was just like, like is you? why are you doing this to me? <laughs> he's getting so close to them and just like oh you're all beautiful. It's like get this guy away from every child on the stage. <laughs> this man should not be allowed near children. There was also one guy who was way too into the performances. Um, the bald guy in the leather outfit. The biker. Yeah, the biker. The biker. Well, he, no, he wasn't into like the performance in general. He was. Wasn't he into just the ending? He said to the father, "Oh, first time." Yeah, I was assuming that man that was meant. a pedophile. No, he was not. I no. will. 
he was clearly like being like my daughter does this all the time and it's fucking off i don't think I so yeah. i don't yeah. think so yeah, I, I'm no man for this one. no man cheers that much for a child strip tease because it was funny. no because it was funny because the family got on there it wasn't just yeah. a, all of alone i'm gonna check the wiki it was exciting Based on your thoughts on this one, I agree with you guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I got a bad vibe from that man. If anyone was the pedophile, it was the host. Okay, apparently he's called a biker dad. Okay, no, homie, have a, have a discussion thread. Pedophile or disinterested father? Why neither. can't it be both? It's neither. <laughs> I mean, if it's it makes, if you're saying he's a disinterested file, just, just well, no, he, no, okay, no, he was disinterested. Yes. Okay, let's see. Um. So let's see how let's read this in Little Miss Sunshine. When they're at the pageant, Richard, the father, turns to the guy sitting next to him and asks, which one you which one's yours? The guy then replies, first time and proceeds to ignore him. I thought nothing of it, but my boyfriend swears the guy's a pedophile. Am I naive or is the dude just a disinterested dad? Top comment, top comment (laughs) 10 years ago, (laughs) top comment. I'd say he's a pedophile, but I can't remember the scene. Yeah. Is that who you want the backing you, Chris? Next guy. Definitely thought he was a pedo when I he saw still, it. He doesn't count. He deleted his account. He probably just committed some other horrible thing. It's irrelevant to the situation. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, no, you know what? That guy deleted his account because he's a pedophile. And he's like, yeah, I know a pedophile when I see one. Yeah, my, fa- <laughs> my favorite one is why can't it be both? Why can't we all just get along? Why <laughs> can't it be a pedophilic disinterested father, huh? All right, son, can we talk about the uh, character we all hate in this movie? Who The pageant director oh my god yes pageant director I mean, the woman the woman off. the woman what a just, bitch yeah, she was just, like, just a bitch. sorry you're late you can't go into the pageant. It's like five minutes you're two minutes late it's like fuck you this guy literally says it takes five minutes you're just being a bitch she's being terrible absolutely terrible i thought you were gonna say the father because for this entire run until the ending the father is the worst man but ever. he but like his he, he does he does have a redemption where he's like ah, which is basically the scene where he steals the dead body <laughs> is that the redemption? redemption? I say his redemption is when he there, starts right? dancing. Okay, I think it Sorry. starts there. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say his redemption is when he starts dancing with his daughter, and it's like, okay, being a winner doesn't matter, and like that mentality kind of shatters for him, and then he gets into a fucking fight. <laughs> I feel like I feel like um when they're in the dressing room right before Olive goes on, I feel like him saying like she she can't go on. I, I just feel like like saying um. I can't remember what he said, but he basically was like trying to stop her from like performing, being like, I don't want her to perform. Felt like like almost like a misdirect of him being an asshole again. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why because no, he was right. He was right. Like it's yeah. him it's, and Dwayne were both right because they're just looking around. It's like, oh, this is gonna be one. This is a terrible thing altogether. Two, she is definitely not. Yeah, 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 yeah it's not gonna, gonna be. It's gonna butcher her. Um, thankfully, Grandpa's horrible, horrible uh, choreography set it up in such a way that people just started leaving. Granted, if I was a child and people were booing me on the stage, I'd be depressed for the rest of I like of how life. the, I don't know what it was, like the Miss whatever winner, she was enjoying Miss, it. Miss yeah. Miss, she no, she Miss was enjoying it. No, Miss Arizona? Miss California. Miss State. All right, let's go with that. Miss, Miss something. Miss winner. Miss. <laughs> She was enjoying it cause, just because it was a fun performance. It wasn't like uptight or ridiculous like the other ones. The uh, Kirby, the guy who let her in, was enjoying it because it's fun. And the only people who hated it were the people running it and the stuck-up parents were like, oh my God, my kids all did backflips with this shit and you're doing this? <laughs> God. Yeah, it, 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 that whole scene is... It, it'd be terrible if it wasn't so fucking funny because <laughs> they just absolutely destroy that place. I mean, I'm not mad. I hate pedantry. 
Huh? Everybody should, everyone should hate Patrick Tracy. Everyone should hate Patrick Tracy. That's that's only fair. I never understood how people could like watch like, uh, what was it called? Toddlers and TRS feeds on me. It's also the the children are just they don't they don't even feel like humans up there. I'm gonna be honest, they feel like weird, creepy porcelain dolls. That's yeah. the point because it's just way. people. It's just people dressing them up and being like, "All right, stand perfectly still." Like there was one child with just way too much spray tanner up there. Um, it's just it's all terrible. It's a little blackface. <laughs> little Miss Blackface. <laughs> that's what that's what <laughs> And the winner of Little Miss Blackface is Tyler Zucker. <laughs> it's all the prettiest little girl at the pageant show. <laughs> I hate everything about this. Tyler's actually been in blackface this whole episode. I just absolutely you not. <laughs> I love that you could clip it. <laughs> I didn't want to let anybody know, but he can't technically prove otherwise. Nope. Can we talk about Dwayne walking through the back, uh, through the hallways in that scene? He's just like, oh, he's talking to the one girl. Where the hell do you get dressed? You're not supposed to be in here. Just tell me what the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, man. Man starts um, to talk and does not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he realized he wasn't getting in the Air Force, nothing else fucking mattered. I do um, like the pairing between him and Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. They yeah. have a great dynamic. They have an absolutely excellent dynamic, which I guess does kind of work off of the whole, like, stepfather thing. This guy just is not his dad, this other dude, um, whatever his fucking name is. Mm-hmm. So, like, Steve Carell kind of steps in as almost like a fatherly figure, giving him this advice that the stepdad's too shitty to do. Uh, so I, I think that whole dynamic just works really, really well. I mean, as I think, all of the character interactions are fucking amazing. Uh, the dialogue is witty and hilarious. The I mean, I got no, no, it won. It won best uh, screenplay. It won best. It should. It it's super fucking well written. Every aspect of it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it won best. It was nominated for best uh, picture. Uh, it was not, and and Abigail Breslin was nominated for all of it, and then Alan Arkin won for best supporting actor. So, I mean, just it's it is an excellent film, absolutely excellent, and also just really well shot as well. Like, I think that's something to say because we talked about how much uh, Holiday was like it's it shot like anything British, whereas mm-hmm. this movie is very much like well directed, very well put together visually. Movie, there's just a lot of nice shots of like just the bus, like, like just driving forward as they're chasing it or as they're trying to push it. I, I really like how it looks visually. Uh, and then on top of that, this movie has me excited for Batman because I forgot that that was Paul Dano and he did a really good job on this. So it's funny to think that Paul Dano did. I I, I want to see if this is his first movie. I don't think it was, or maybe it's like one of his first movies. Uh, but yeah, he did this, and then immediately after he did, or like a year later, he was in There Will Be Blood, acting against Dan- Daniel Day Lewis, and he was equal to him. Didn't didn't know he was in that. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, that's just impressive. I guess I kind of forget this man exists, but he does seem to have a decent repertoire. Let's see if him as Riddler sticks. You know, like if that's if that's the one I can remember, if I'll just remember the mask. You probably just remember the mask. You're going to look at it. It's like, oh, Riddler was great. What's his actor's name? Well, I, we're doing Batman next week, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just say a little Batman thought. I'm, I feel confident in saying that we're actually going to not, we're going to, Riddler's going to be captured very early on in the movie. So I think we're going to spend a lot of time with um, this guy, like without his mask, you know, like in a prison cell being interrogated or something. I think I, I think I, I don't see him being captured super late in the movie. I think I see him setting things up so that even when he's arrested, there's still things at play. I mean, we're getting the uh, basically an interrogation scene already based on the trailer. 
I haven't seen any of the trailers. Well, not interrogation scene. When he's talking to him through the glass, you saw that one trailer. I saw the teaser. Maybe that one. That's teaser. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't remember it. I mostly remember Paddington punching people. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the core memory. <laughs> it's just violence. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be hype. It's gonna be so good. I said Baddington. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say Baddington. Yeah, you did. Um, I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just chose not to say anything. Come on, there's there's Batfleck, there's Baddington, there's Blooney, there's Bat Nipples. There's, there's, right, there's, that's uh, what we refer to George Clooney as. Yeah, there's um, what's that guy's name? Keaton. No, um, Beaton. Yeah, there's Beaton. <laughs> What? No, but not the Val. There's a uh, Bat Kilmer. Um, I feel like you made that one up. Val Kilmer. No, I know that, but I'm just saying nobody calls him <laughs> fucking Val Kilmer. Nobody calls him Beaten, Tyler. You do. <laughs> there's. Uh, it's more just a hobby. For you. I can't remember what that guy's name is right now. What's American Psycho's name? Christian Bale. There's Christian Bat. <laughs> that one's not a thing. That one's definitely not a thing. <laughs> Ever Bat Fly, Christian Bat, Batting Spattingson. Um, beaten that back bike 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 bat bike. Chris having a stroke. Let's cut it right now. Yeah. How anything else? Okay, Chris. <laughs> you should just hard cut the commercial right there. <laughs> All right, let's do that right now. Yeah, commercial. Bat Kilmer. Um, <laughs> Arnold Arnold Burton. Well, anyways, well, let's um... get to our ranking. <laughs> Number three. Uh, I talked to my cold open for next week. It's just going to be less than <laughs> these names. Uh, number three. Skeleton Twins. Skeleton Twins. Dottie? I'm so not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't e- know. Everybody's so definite of Skeleton Twins. <laughs> I just really like Skeleton Twins. Okay, well, do you like it less or more than the others? More. Okay, then do you like it? Okay, do you like it more than Holiday? Yeah. Do you like Holiday more than Sunshine? Okay, do you like skeleton twins more than sunshine? <laughs> I got like let me think about it. You're, you're confusing me. I think I think I'm gonna put wow, okay. Oh gosh. Okay, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna really fuck up your entire week. Uh I'm gonna put what we did on our holiday. Okay, yeah. number three. Okay. Mm-hmm. We gotta pick. <laughs> Why? Oh, no. no. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler. We were in the clear. Because <laughs> I like skeleton twins. <laughs> Okay, that's good enough for me. Number two. Holiday. What we did on our holiday. What? <laughs> What'd she say? She's, She's the only sunshine. one. Yeah. What? It was obvious. She was the only one who actually, she was the only one who was like all for Skeleton Twins. So I, I had a feeling it was going to be. for it, but I didn't think she was like all you know, that you know, for it. Yeah. Okay. You know why? Why? Because actually, okay, this is gonna sound, I don't know. Like, okay, basically, I feel like Steve Carell's character actually adds nothing to the film. <laughs> like, he's just like there. He like, does okay. more than the fucking nephew in the holiday. Which is why it's above holiday, I suppose. <laughs> but every character in Skeleton T, App Skeleton T, Jack Skillington twins. Absolutely optimally used. Uh, nobody's wasted. Not even the dead dad. Zero screen time. I don't know what impact you know is there. You know what I want? It's, it's going to be weird. It's skeleton, in Skeleton Twins, they don't show the dad's face till like the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Taika Waititi, and I don't know why. 
I don't know why. I think it's just because of the suicide squad. I thought he was gonna. I thought they were gonna take off the mask. And just like <laughs> <with TD. laughs> You're here, TD. <laughs> I don't know why. I was waiting for it. All right. On. So yeah, why? So why Sunshine Second? Because Skeleton Twins hit you that hard. Why is Skeleton Twins so good to you? I just really, really enjoy it. I don't know. I think like talking to the mic. I'm just trying to say that I I don't know. I really like it. It's um I don't know. I like this this kind of like twin thing. I think that the shut up. I just think that um <laughs> she likes the twins and skeletons. Really? In the sense okay, fine. I like the parallels between the twins. That's what I mean. I like that. I like that characterization. I like Kristen Wiig's characterization. I like the fact that she's like more like her father um than like kind of Bill is. They kind of allude to that. And that's why like um I think she's a lot more slow to her suicide in that sense. Um I think yeah, I think I just like I just really like the film. I think it's 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 good. I think that it balances the humor, like I said, with the, the darkness. <laughs> Shut that, the that's up. that's where we disagree about the balance. <laughs> yeah, everyone disagrees with me on that, but I think it's a really good black comedy, honestly. I think the performances are great. Um and yeah. I have very, very fond memories of this film. Of suicide the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both shocking and not at all shocking. I never picked my number two. For me, it's actually a little bit closer than I'd, I'd probably like to admit between what we did on holiday and little miss sunshine. I think they're both very good and they're kind of like around the same level. Ultimately what we did on holiday is my number two, but uh, I found myself really enjoying that movie way more than I thought I would. And number one, uh, it, it is good. Yeah. Uh, number yeah, number sunshine. Yeah. Sunshine. Little miss sunshine. And that's it. There are only three of us. There's not a fourth person here. Who's going to say to get to the mic. Oh, okay. Abusive, dysfunctional. Somebody probably heard that. No, you have a, sad no. Did you have a gun to your head? I don't think anybody heard. I didn't even hear that. I didn't hear that guy. G- gun to your head. So skeleton switch right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll speak for her. Her number one is Little Miss Sunshine. Anyhow. <laughs> That's the bin. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, Tyler, do the thing. This was uh, a, this was a weird week. <laughs> it, it, uh, I'm not even. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 Tyler, do it. Whatever it is, we won't cancel you. I promise. It was a really dysfunctional week. Okay, now that wasn't even canceled. Exactly. Boring, yeah, that was just boring as shit. That's why I didn't want to do it, Chris. You see what you made me do? <laughs> you see what you made me you made, do? You made me say it, Tyler. You made me say the word dysfunctional. Ah. Uh, Go check out Bite Size Movie Reviews, Film Optics, Fandom Power. Oh, yeah, we put the fun and dysfunctional. That's way better. And stuff out of the movie podcast. I I stole it from her. Uh, Check them out, see what they're up to. Let us know which one of these dysfunctional family movies were your favorite. Do you like our dysfunctional family? Family? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Maybe you like Skeleton Tweens. Maybe you like Suicide the Movie. Or, uh, no, I like that. Skeleton Tweens. That's fun. Skeleton Tweens the movie. More than uh, we did. It's still good. Still worth the shot. I don't know how many times you're going to watch it after the one time. No, you watch it the one time and then you kill yourself. <laughs> so that's what happens. I watched it twice. I'm still here for now. For now. Uh... uh... <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, let us know which one's your favorite. Check out, uh, follow us on the Twitter through Tawana Binge. Uh, what else we got? We're doing Batman next week. I Batman feel like we're doing Batman week. next week. Yeah, we're doing Batman so... next week. It's finally fucking coming out. Uh, we're gonna see Paul DiDio and nope, Baddingson and Zoe Kravitz and um the guy from the reboot of Total Recall. Um, he's playing. I don't know Colin Farrell's name. The guy from the reboot of Total Recall. <laughs> um. Why, why do I want to say Colin Weasel as his name? Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. You were kind yeah. of close with the Farrell thing. Okay. <laughs> my, my, my word association is something. Um, and then we're also going to be covering, we're covering Batman origin stories. So we're going to be talking about Beaton and Christian Bat. So it's going to be a great time. <laughs> Join us next week for Batman stuff. We'll see you guys next week. See you. We'll see you then.